welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary on a Fightin' Friday. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, if you're looking for Football Fridays, that is wherever you are consuming this. Um, so thank you for tuning in. As always, remember if you're listening to uh, leave a review and to subscribe. If you are watching, make sure you like this video and subscribe to the channel. Today we are going to look at fights to make coming off of UFC 298, as well as a quick preview of UFC Mexico this weekend. Uh, we are also going to get into WWE's Elimination Chamber, obviously taping this before SmackDown, um, but yes, uh, that is going to be the preview, um, and that is, uh, yeah, that's what's coming up today. Make sure you follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary, at yahoo.com, also, Facebook.com slash CouchPotatoDiary. Um, so, thank you all so much for tuning in, let's get on with it, fights to make, off of UFC 298. <laughs> So Ilya Teporia is the new UFC featherweight champion. Uh, a lot of rankings have changed following UFC 298, and we could get some fresh matchups. Or not. We start with the featherweight champion, Ilya Teporia. His next fight against the former champion, Alex Volkanovsky. There's no way Volkanovsky doesn't get an immediate rematch coming off of that. He is one of the, if not the greatest featherweights in the history of the sport. He was pound for pound number one for a lot of that reign. There are some times we give immediate rematches to fighters who don't deserve it. This would not be one of those times. Also, there isn't really necessarily an obvious number one contender coming up after Taporia. Like if Taporia would have lost, Volk would have moved up to 155, probably. Like, he, he just would have been done with the division. So, I, I think this gives you time. Um, Yara Rodriguez, who we'll get to in a second, is fighting this weekend. Maybe he is a, a title challenger again, but he has a fight with Ortega here. I could see him maybe getting one more before. Um, so, I, I, I think you do this one again. Roll it back with the, uh, the rematch. Up next, in the middleweight division, uh, Robert Whitaker coming off of his win. Let's pair a winner with a winner. They're, they're on kind of the same tight line, uh, timeline. It's probably not the fight that Whitaker wants. I don't think that... Like, Whitaker needs to do a lot more to get back into title contention, in my opinion. Um, with a couple of losses to Adesanya and Duplessis, he's in a tough spot. So I have him going up against Jack Hermanson. That is the uh, the next fight for me. Um, for, for, for Robert Whitaker. Hermanson coming off of a good win in the main event of a fight night card. Whitaker with the, the win over Paulo Costa. Uh, like I said, they're both on the same timeline. This would be the biggest fight of Hermanson's career. I think he deserves it. And th this is kind of the level that, that Robert Whitaker is at right now. For Paulo Costa, this feels a little, um, almost mean. Um, but I'm putting him there against Hamzat Chemaev. <laughs> Um, not winner versus a loser, but Hamzat, uh, I think, is going to have to fight one more fight if he's getting a, a middleweight title shot. That that fight against Kamaru Usman was deemed a uh, middleweight title eliminator, but then, you know, Drakus Duplessis wins the title, and all of a sudden now, um, you have a DDP Adesanya fight that just looks, like, too good to, to pass up. So I think Chimaev gets looked over here, um, and I think you put him in there against Paulo Costa. Both are still ranked fighters, um, and for Costa, that this does seem a little bit mean, but I'm, I'm kind of over it with him, so I think you let Hamzat kind of suplex him on his head on his way out. Seems very glib and very mean, and I apologize, but that's kind of where I'm at. Um, 
Ian Machado, Gary, I have him against Gilbert Burns. Um, I think Gary deserves one of the, the tippy top guys now in the welterweight division. So I would go with, uh, I would go with that one. Um, Burns is still someone who, if you can beat him, then you are either in line or deserve to be in line for a, a title opportunity. And Gary continues to move his way up through the welterweight rankings. Um, after that, I have two guys who have lost to Gary coming up in a rematch. I have Jeff Neal against Neil Magny. Um, these two have fought before, um, and I, I would put them in there against each other. They kind of feel like they're sharing the same space. Magny does feel like he's a bit more on the way out than um, Gary Neal does at this point. But, but let's see. Let's find out, shall we? Uh, that's something that you can absolutely put to bolster up a fight night card or the early part of a pay-per-view. Um, Rob Devajvili with his win over Henry Cejudo. I have him next in line for the championship, whether it's uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley or Cheeto Vera coming up in um, coming off of their fight here at UFC 299. That is um, that, that's where I go with Marab. And for the loser of that bout, Henry Cejudo, sure seemed like he's going to retire, so we'll let him. Up next for Henry Cejudo is hopefully a long, prosperous, successful retirement. That is, um, uh, my, those are my picks, sorry, for the fights to make coming off of UFC 298. Quickly, um, it is the ultimate fight night, Moreno versus Royval 2, uh, coming to you from Arena CDMX in Mexico City, Mexico. Um, not a ton of fighters that you would have heard of before on this card, but just the, the two main fights here. Brandon Moreno going up against Brandon Royval. Uh, Moreno is coming off of a loss to Pantoja. Royval, coming off of a loss to Pantoja. Uh, these two have fought before back at UFC 255. On my birthday in 2020, it was Moreno who came away successful in that bout, and then he went on uh, to have his draw with Davis and Figueredo, and then the four-fight series that would end up defining Moreno's career. While Royval bounces back from that loss by losing to Pantoja, three straight wins, and then another loss to Alexandra Pantoja. I just don't see Royval as someone who is on Moreno's level. Um, I, I think that results back in 2020 was the correct one. I think Moreno has gotten better. Royval certainly has as well, but I... I just don't think that he is on the Moreno level, quite frankly. So I am going Brandon Moreno in this bout here um, to, to, to pick up a win on uh, the, the, the UFC Fight Night card coming up here from Mexico. In the co-main event, Yair Rodriguez taking on Brian Ortega. Again, these two fought before. It ends with a shoulder injury for Ortega on ABC back in 2022. Since then, Rodriguez beat Josh Emmett for the interim featherweight championship and then lost to Volkanovski. Since then, Ortega's been rehabbing. He has not fought since. Um, so there is a lot of, uh, a lot of question marks around uh, Ortega. It's been a year and a half after he dislocated his shoulder in that fight. There was a lot of questions about like how much should we take away from this for Yair. He does end up getting at least interim gold in Australia. Um, so an Aussie theme here. Um, again, I, I just, I feel like Ortega's time has kind of come and gone. Um, he's now lost three of his last four, the win over Chan Sung Jung and a kind of over the hill Frankie Edgar and Cub Swanson. So I just, I don't know how much you can, 
I don't know how much you can take from that fight, but I, I don't know how much more Brian Ortega has left. I think getting beat up by Max Holloway kind of changes a guy the way he did. He bounced back against Chan Sung Jung, but then got whooped on by Volkanovski and beat up uh, and then injured against Yair Rodriguez. I think Yair just has, uh, again, too many tools in the toolbox to not be successful coming up on Saturday. So those are the, um, the, the quick preview for the UFC in Mexico. Let's move to some fight, uh, some wrestling talk, sorry, as we get ready for the Elimination Chamber tomorrow morning. It's going to be a very busy weekend for me, and part of that includes the Elimination Chamber from Perth, Australia, um, as the road to WrestleMania makes its final premium stop um, in Perth. So this one is going to be quick. Uh, full disclosure, I'm taping this early in the week. Um, so as of right now, I only know of four matches on this card. Um, but that's not going to stop us. Let's run through them. Um, up first, it is the Judgment Day against the new Catch Republic of Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. As much as I would love Dunne and Bate to, um, to, to get some gold here, I don't see it happening. The way that you could is have Miz and R-Truth distract Judgment Day, costing them the victory, and that leads to um, that leads to the Judgment Day losing the titles and feuding with the Awesome Truth heading into WrestleMania, and then the tag team champs of Dunn and Bate get to kind of do their own thing, and what probably ends up being a multi-man match in, in the, the, the tag team division, or a multi-team match, sorry, in the tag team division. But I, I would assume Judgment Day stays hot with a win here, but I, I could totally see that other scenario playing out. Um, you could also, if you wanted to get Damian Priest kind of away from the, these and then maybe into the title picture um, with the, the Money in the Bank briefcase. This could be a, a way to do that as well. Um, then we get the Women's Elimination Chamber match, as it is Becky Lynch against Bianca, against Liv, against um, Tiffany Stratton, against Naomi, against Raquel Rodriguez. Um, the I mentioned this on the, the Raw recap. The introduction of Raquel is really interesting into this, and it does add a bit of a wrinkle. The promo on Monday, it basically seemed like they were setting up Becky Lynch to take on Rhea Ripley for the championship. And I said on that, that Raw recap show, there's a way you could do this, where it's Becky against Lynch and it's not for the title. Um, you, you would have somehow, like, Becky gets caught, and Raquel Rodriguez gets the pin, and then it's like, oh my god, uh, Raquel is going to WrestleMania, she faces Nia Jax because Becky then costs Rhea Ripley the championship in her hometown. That would be very WWE booking to beat Rhea Ripley in her hometown. I think that might be overthinking it a touch. Um, but I, I think it could be... I think that's one way of doing it. I don't see Liv winning it. Um, Tiffany Stratton just isn't there yet. Naomi maybe, Bianca maybe, but probably not. I, I really do think it comes down to Raquel kind of, but Becky Lynch is the strong... Odds on favor to win this. Just a quick aside, where's Jade Carkill? Um, because she was a superstar in the Royal Rumble and looked like she is ready to go. And we've seen nothing since then. Absolutely nothing since then. So I I would like to see some kind of, I don't want to say involvement from her, but it just feels like there was some momentum building behind Jade Carkill, and that has come to a complete stop. If you were just going to not put her on TV... Why is why, why is she getting such a prominent role in the Royal Rumble? Um, I, I get it kind of builds up this person, but I mean, come on. Um, then we get to Rhea Ripley against Nia Jax. They have built up Nia Jax very, very well here. 
They have made her a very viable challenger. But she is not a champion that anyone wants right now. It is Rhea Ripley in Australia. I don't see a way where Rhea Ripley loses this match. If Nia was capable of putting on a bigger match, I think you could main event with this. I, I, I just, I don't see it being that much of a thing. Um, I, I think... I am 99.99% certain that Rhea Ripley wins. Again, there's that scenario that I said where Becky loses it and then comes back and costs Rhea the, the title there and that turns into a blood feud and it ends up being like Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania or something like that. And then it's Raquel against Nia Jax in a match that no one would be all that excited for. Um, but I, I, I think odds are we're coming out of this with Rhea against Becky um, heading into WrestleMania. And then we get into the men's elimination chamber. It'll be, uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Um, I, I've said before, I think the odds on favor to win this is Drew McIntyre. I would be absolutely surprised if it was anyone else. My prediction for WrestleMania for the World Heavyweight Championship was Damian Priest against LA Knight. So, I'm still alive. We can still do it, but I, I don't, I don't have a real strong feeling that that's going to happen. I think odds are Drew is going to, to win this one. I think, honestly, the most intriguing part of the night is the Grayson Waller effect featuring Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Um, you could have, like, the uh, the bloodline comes out and they end up costing Seth Like, they end up assaulting Seth Rollins. Damian Priest comes out, cashes in money in the bank. He's the champion. Sets up uh, Cody and Seth versus Roman and The Rock on night one, and then it's Cody versus Roman on night two for the uh, Undisputed Universal Championship, and Seth faces Solo, or something. Um, th that is, like, the Vince Russo wild out of this world, like, holy shit, all of this stuff could happen, um, sort of a thing, but I think odds are, like, we'll probably get some form of bloodline involvement in this and make things a little bit crazy. Um... I think there's a lot of unique ways they could go with all of this, though. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, your Elimination Chamber preview is in the books. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. A lot of work has gone into to these shows. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, it's been awesome to see the numbers start to climb up. You know, some videos not, some videos it is. Um, but it, it's been awesome to see that. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in here on YouTube. Make sure you like it and subscribe. Um, also podcasts are fine too if, if you want to listen to me ramble on uh you can do that um on the podcast side of things make sure you subscribe over there and leave a review hopefully sometime this weekend we'll have an elimination chamber recap and then i, I teased it all uh last week haven't really touched on it much i do have an announcement around the podcast coming out next week i promise it'll be next week i promise 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 and I, i'm not saying this is going to change the game or anything like that this isn't a tony Khan thing but it's just it's I, I have something new coming um coming around here so that's going to be uh coming up in a little bit uh for more updates find me on social media twitter instagram and tiktok i am at primetime klein twitch.tv slash primetime pk and you can email this show couch potato diary at yahoo.com also find us on facebook facebook.com slash couch potato diary thank you guys so much have a great weekend talk to y'all later i'm out Bye.